y'all. Welcome to season six. Season six of This Most Unbelievable Life. I'm Sherry Spiegel. I'm Paul Fitzgerald. We're glad you're here. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the show. Uh, good afternoon, Dr. Spiegel. Hello, Dr. Fitzgerald. What is going on? I'm sitting in front of this you. This is really strange. It's, it's like really we have weird. never, I don't think we've ever, no, we haven't. This is a, we have not recorded a podcast like this before. We have not. We came close with episode one. And one other. And one other about a, I almost said like a week ago, but time is funny. It was longer than that. It a was like a month ago. How many have we recorded in the same space? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either, but I know that we've never sat at a table with microphones between us. No, we haven't. So this is new. This, this is, is new. new. We've done lavaliers. We've done lavaliers, but I was thinking, well, we can do better than that. And the lavaliers, uh, from the technical standpoint of podcast mixing, they pick up a lot of ambiance stuff. They do. You know, they pick up a lot of stuff, and it uh, it's never bad to have a good omnidirectional dynamic microphone. <laughs> well, I think you just like In picking them us. up at this point, right? Like, I do, yeah. Um, I do. You can just pick them up and go. But How know, many nice Sure SM58s have you bought two, at this point? Two, but you know, I, I, don't I was think thinking that's true. about, I was thinking about, oh, three, three, right, because uh-huh. you have yours. I was thinking about picking up another one, though, just to, to have around there handy. So we have two at work, and... Two at work, one two at, at home. Two at home, yeah. Each respective home. That feels home. right. That yeah. feels right to me because it's a good mic. Yeah. You know what I think? I am going to be very curious as to whether we speak over each other more in this, right? Because the way we talk when we're in person, I think, is different than the way we talk on Zoom. This is an experiment of that, yeah. isn't it? Right? We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um yeah, so that was all fine. I hadn't even thought about that until I pressed the record button. And then it's like, this is different. You have to you look know, me in the eye. <laughs> Hello, Sherry. How are you? <laughs> and it's like you're right there. And you're like, hello. It's like, ooh, this is unusual. I can reach out and boop you on the snoot. Yeah, that's yes. fun. That's fun. So um, here yeah, we are. It's different being in person. It is. And what makes us in person these days? What do you mean? Uh, well, we're not on Zoom. Right. Right. So. Uh, because we work at the fine same we, we, institution. We work at the fine same institution and our fine same institution is doing uh, some stuff in person. And we both uh, have a mix of some remote slash Zoom and some on campus stuff. Although it's only a myth to you at this point. It You've is a myth. Yeah, yeah. Zoom. I've not yet fully engaged in the art and practice of in-person teaching in yeah. over a year and a half. Yeah. So next Wednesday. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to do something that I've not done in, in almost, uh, boy, it's, I would say a year and a half, but it's been more, more than that. Um, I have not taught an 8 a.m. class in a very long time. Oof. And next Thursday, my in-person lab is at eight o'clock in the morning. It's like, I'm going to have to be out on the street in my car at 7 a.m. Yeah. At the latest. Like a week from yesterday, and it's like I can't even get my head around that at this point because it's like, what am I going to do? I'm going to get up and like take a shot. It's like get my car and like drive somewhere and like talk. You go into a room with a bunch of students and talk at them. It's like, and it's like, oh my god, how privileged is this person? You know, and I, I understand that point of view, but it's like this has not been something that I've. I mean, that used to be like the daily, 
Whatever. It's like, I haven't done that in a year and a half. You know how many times I've done that recently? Twice. Three times. Three times. Okay, so close. I was close. I was yeah. close. That was I did close. that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Not because I have an 8 a.m. Because I don't do those. Yeah. And I'm fine doing the person it's thing. It's like, what about 8 a.m.? Really? Really? Yeah. How did I draw that straw? Well, I started doing 8 a.m. office hours. And then my classes are at 930. <laughs> it guarantees a calm and relaxing start to the day. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's interesting, I've had yeah. I've had folks drop in, but yeah. mostly colleagues and former students at yeah, this point. Yeah, right, I get that. Um, but I have taught now my first three mm-hmm. back-in-person sections. Um, I have a question about that. What is your question? Is that different than teaching on Zoom? Yes. Okay. You know, I thought sort of thought that that's what you were going to say. Would you like more information? Um, no? Let's, okay. Let's do the run-up to this. Let's do the run-up to this. I've, I have questions. I have many, many questions. Um, not the least of which. Um, what did you do or think about in the car on the way to work? Because that's that's new. It is. It right? is. So it's like, it's not like I haven't been in the classroom for a while. It's like I haven't gotten up and gone to work in my car in a year and a half. You know, what... Yeah. Well, it is it is curious. Um got up, you put it like actual Yeah. clothes on. I said that like to one of my classes. Practiced like, hygiene and maybe a way that might be different than the way that, Yeah. You know, it I've, wasn't just the top half right. or the zoom half, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. I've put makeup on on three consecutive days. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not much though because half my face is in a mask. It doesn't matter. Right. Right. I imagine you don't think about that. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Today you didn't put a single bit of makeup on. Did I didn't. You? I engaged yeah. in the normal four-minute shower hygienic routine. Yeah. Well, you've probably cut that in half now. You don't shave your whole face. No, it's only part of my face, but uh, it actually adds time because uh, it's harder. I can't do it in the shower because I I have you to think about the appearance of it. Yeah. But that's curious too. It's like, why am I doing an appearance-based thing on my face? That's curious. Is yeah. it because people are going to start seeing me a person again? It's like, so, I mean, I'm, I've been doing a little bit of this thinking lately. You know, it's like I'm going to be doing things again in person that I haven't done in a long time. Um, what is going to what is going to change about it? And it's, it's like to say that I'm worried about that is a drastic overstatement. It's like I'm, I have no worry about it whatsoever. But it's it's just being attentive to um, the curiosities of what I do that's different, knowing that that's what's happening. Well, especially like. Facial hair hygiene, considering the fact yeah. that you're going to cover it in a mask for yeah, the majority I know. It's like, of the time. <laughs> I keep having this thing, and I think I mentioned this last week on the podcast, where I go home and then I'm like, does Paul still have facial hair? Yes. Yeah. And I think it's just because I'm not used to looking at the bottom half of yeah, those right, faces. Right. I right, see right, it, though, right. now now that we're sitting well, it's, right across it's, from it's each other. Well, it's not as outspoken as it had been in years past. It's mostly gray now, so... Is facial hair outspoken? Well, it is when it's not gray because it's like it, it used to be darker hmm. and more seeable down the street, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. But I went through this weird phase where it's like half my face was gray and the other half wasn't. So it's like we're going to have to shave for another year until you're either all the way gray or I revert oh. to an earlier age or start like facial hair dye. It's like I'm not going to do that. No, you're not going to do that. So you waited for the gray to even? Is that what you're Kinda. Talking? Okay. Kinda. Kinda. And it looks like it has. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's how I'm looking at it now. I'm like, yeah. It looks like it has, right? Yeah. Um, the podcast medium is not the best for looking at people, but, um, you know, that's... 
dear yeah, listener, that seems to be what's happening. So they can find pictures of you on the internet. Yeah, yeah, they can on our on our social. Not with facial hair though. Not with facial hair. Didn't you have it in our last in our only? Yeah, <laughs> Instagram yeah, we, yeah, we did. Live. We did have it in our last one. Um, so. Yeah. So there we go. There's that. One. It's not our only one. We refer to it as our last one or our previous one. Right. right. Right, uh, that one time when we did a thing. There's nothing last about it. We'll do it again. Okay, um, we'll see. Which is kind of cool. But yeah, so you get you get up, you get in the car, walk me through. What happens? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I think the hardest thing about it has been trying to figure out like what I wear because I know what I don't wear anymore. Like, mm. I don't wear shoes that hurt anymore. Mm. So they're mm-hmm. you know so choosing clothing has been interesting, but I don't know why because it's like wear clothes that are comfortable. Keep keep moving. It's not the most important thing. Um, but yeah, so the car ride is interesting because I've only been listening to fish in my car. Okay. Um, and in my house for a while. And I noticed, um, one of the downsides of listening to fish is you can only listen to one song on the way to work Mm. because Mm -hmm. they have really long jams. Right. So I'm, I've got like one good hairy hood and that's all I get for the drive. Right. Cause you did a, like a week long three concert fish extravaganza recently i do and i or i did and um i also bought the web casting for three shows that nice. start tonight it's gonna be oh, great nice, nice 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 um but yeah so after a while i was like after a while after two days i decided i should <laughs> shake things up so i decided to listen to a podcast on the way ooh, to work today ooh. Yeah. it wasn't this one was it no that would be weird <laughs> I have done that before. I try not to, but occasionally I have just to try to experience what the experience of others might be. Yeah. It's a weird thing. It's like I think I talk too fast, but. Oh, I know. I, I think about that a lot when I'm in my classroom. It's like we, we our podcasts are an hour, hour 15, but if you would like to, you could slow them down to like 75% speed. <laughs> And you might not notice a difference. I've been doing this in how I post videos and uh, audio for my students. I've been posting it using the actual mechanism within the um, the learning platform. Right, right. Because students can choose to either speed it up or slow it down. Yeah, and I can. imagine most people would want to slow me down. I would think so too. You know, but I, I do know students who do that. They, they speed it up. It's like, yeah. you know, I realized I could save so much time if I listened to my chemistry professor at... 2x speed and it's like really really you i'm adorable as a really? chip mat yeah monk, but right. um yeah no that's crazy yeah so you're but. driving you're driving in driving in um listen when, to some fish listen well fish or now i listen to a, some of a podcast on the way in today well, a podcast clothed mm-hmm. clothed, clothed indeed i wore a blazer today a blazer okay I don't recommend because it is blazing. It is hot. It is very it is hot. hot. But it that uh, that scratches some sort of professorial image based itch. It does. I believe in the um, aesthetic of put a blazer on it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that either. You know, like I'm not saying that that's a, like a, a bad thing. I'm saying like it's it's good. You know, because I would do the same thing. It's like I have this really thin light linen brown jacket, and it's like it has no mass. You know, it's like it's super light. Um, you can just sort of throw it on and go, and uh, it looks. Uh, it 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 generates no looks as though I am underperforming in my dress whilst on a college campus. Yes, I remember that jacket. Uh, yeah, it's a nice. I haven't worn it in a year and a half, right? So I think you were wearing it on the occasion of our very first fight. I might have. I might have. Yeah. No. Who cares? Who knows? 
That's in the past. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, it is good to wear a blazer. It is. Good I like it. Or um, I refer to them as a jacket, but I guess they're the same thing, right? I think so, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a particular kind of jacket. All blazers are jackets. Not all jackets are blazers. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Uh, so you're driving to work. <laughs> <laughs> so you're driving to work, right? Listening to a fish or a podcast. Yes. One thing that's nice about my drive to work now, well, I don't know if it's nice, but... I used to drop my husband off at work on the way. Yeah, I remember. Because we had one car. Yeah, now we have two cars, which means my commute has cut in half. Um, so I have him at, or he goes on his own merry way. I right. go on mine. And so I'm here in like 20 minutes, which is mm. perfect. That is nice. Um, like I said, only one fish song away. Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, so then I got here and then I had a little office hours situation by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, got some work done, responded to some students and then I went into my classroom. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You came to my classroom today. I too. popped in, yeah. I popped yeah. in to see what it's looking like. Yeah. How'd I do? Uh, I think it did fine. All right. I mean, I'm not the evaluator of said things, but you know, it looked like a college class. Yeah. yeah. In full form. I know. I, t- I put you on the spot like midway through. I was like, I'm not uh, the worst at this, am I? Uh, and I think you were taking a nap in the corner. Uh, it was warm in there. It was warm. You're still working on the temperature of some rooms, I think. Yeah. It was. Well, it's hard, right? Because it's like some rooms are getting used, some are not. They're trying to be energy conscious, but some rooms have students in it, but then the students leave, but some don't. It's, it's, it's curious. It's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah. It is a different experience teaching in person. Yeah. Uh, and some of my students that have, uh, I have five students this semester that have had me for multiple classes. Okay. Um, some of them have had me, this is now their third class with wow. me. I like to say they're minoring in Sherry Spiegel studies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So teaching standing up, I'm very different. Mm. Also, when I can hear them laugh at my jokes. That's helpful, isn't it? It is, because I'm hilarious. Mm. And I forget that when people, right. on Zoom, you can't hear them laugh. Right. Right. Not always. Not not ever, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, something else. Yeah. Um, so you saw a bunch of students with uh, masks on in front of you. Yes. And you were wearing one as well. That is correct. How did that go? See, I'm, I'm really not thinking about this as a podcast as much as I am. I'm going to be in this situation next week. And you just want to know what am what I in for? Yeah, what am I in for? A lot of, you know, it's funny because a lot of people I've spoken with recently have been really unsettled by the having to teach in mask, having mm-hmm. to be in a mask all day. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't mind it. Like, it's fine. Um, I notice that I suck in a lot while I'm talking. Like? I end up with fabric in my mouth. Interesting. Um, which I think you could you could buy a different kind of mask, yeah, right? It gets a little toasty in there. Hmm. Um, you want to remember to brush your teeth because right. you're going to smell your own breath. smell your own breath for right? an hour. Right? Um, but it's fine. I mean, the, the, curious, the most curious thing about it is you have a room of people in front of you, which you've been desperate for for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And you can see them, and they can see you, which is lovely. Um, it is more difficult to identify who's speaking. Oh, I get that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is it more, for reasons that are more than just you can't see people's mouths. It's like I'm, I'm sure sound. Sound is coming differently. from this region. Yeah, sound happens differently. Yeah, um, and so it's a little bit tricky, yeah, that's like. Um, everybody looks a little bit like a ventriloquist. It might be a raise your hand as you as you speak just for a second so I know who's asking. Not because I'm calling on anyone, just so I know yeah. 
who am I looking at, maybe? That's all of my classes have fallen into hand raising for that reason, That's I think. interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just to do it like, so I'm, you know, you can like raise your hand as you start talking, right? Yeah, just to, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I'm thinking about this also because it's like we, we've had many, you and I have had many conversations with, between ourselves and with others. Um, not lately, but earlier on in the pandemic on like how to transition to Zoom in a way that is that still keeps the meaningfulness without really trying to recreate exactly the classroom experience because you're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. So how do you how do you connect on Zoom? How do you really do a meaningful class on Zoom? How are the interactions different? How are the rules different? And we lived by those for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like so going back into right the the in person experience with. Um, full familiarity with what that looks like or feels like as you do it, but being a year and a half older, a year and a half of processing done, a year and a half of doing it a different way, right? Um, what has been brought with you from a year and a half ago? What has been left behind? Mm. And what has been learned through a year and a half on Zoom that is applicable to the in person? You don't have to answer all of these at once or at all. Or in order, hmm. I'm just kind of thinking through my own questions that I ask myself. Yeah, and like I said, it's like I'll find out next Wednesday, right? But you have three data points at your disposal at this point. <laughs> I do <laughs> that that may not not answer these questions, but yeah, maybe you're picking at these as well. Maybe well, I think the first thing that I noticed, and I think I noticed the opposite of it, like a year and a half ago, is. About a year and a half ago, I came to realize that it takes forever to do anything on Zoom. Mm. Like an activity that would take me 10 minutes in the classroom would take me 30 minutes on Zoom. And so I had sort of forgotten about that. And so my first day back in the classroom, like I was done with everything that I had accomplished by going over time in my Zoom classes right. on Monday and Tuesday. Right. Um, and I think it's partially because... Like breakout groups um, are kind of a weird black hole of time and productivity. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in Zoom, in Zoom, yeah. 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 Um, whereas in my class, it's so much easier to get them into groups, get them talking to each other. Well, in class, is like getting groups. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. Yeah, I mean, there's no buttons to click. There's no set the time limit. There's no. Yeah. Like. Well, and in, in the classroom. The way I do it is work with some folks around you. If you let anyone around you sit and stare at their desk with no one to talk to, I will judge you for not being inclusive. Mm-hmm. Those are my rules. So I end up with some people who have groups of like eight. Mm-hmm. They chose their own adventure, right? Um, and then other people who have groups of two and that feels better for them, whatever. Um, and then I can tell really easily when they have hit that lull in the conversation right. and figure out what right, I need right, to do right, to prompt right. them on. Um, in my first two classes this week, I went and visited the breakout groups, which were each given a task, a structured mm. task, and given 15 minutes to do it. And the first couple of breakout rooms I went to, all cameras off, all muted. Fascinating. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, behaviors are learned. They learn that somewhere, right? right? I guess, and yeah, I think right. the idea of being the lone person brave enough 
to turn their camera on and be like, all right, knuckleheads, let's do something. Yeah. It's hard. Right. It is hard. Yeah. So, um, and those are all first year, first semester classes versus. Right. Yeah. So that's one thing I noticed. Yeah. That requires very little effort in person. Yeah. It's like a, if, if you leave them to themselves, they will form breakout groups on their own, right? And it's like the, the task is not forming in breakout groups. The task is like, all right, let's all come back together. <laughs> come yeah. back together. Because you know, if you if you fragment the time out, they'll, they'll kind of break out group on their on their own. Yeah, and um, I, I didn't, I have to admit, I, I did sometimes. I was not a big breakout group person before the pandemic mm-hmm. in, my, in my classes. Um, I think I will be more now just because... Um, just appreciating that that seems to be in line with the natural state of what people do. Yeah. You know, and on Zoom, it's like I did some breakout groups. Maybe, I mean, don't judge, right? But maybe just to try to break it up a little bit, you know, it's like just something to do. It's let's break it up a little bit. Let's do something different. Maybe it's easier to engage actively with three other people than it is with 26 other or something. Right, right. You know, um, and uh, once in Zoom, and who many people, of course, know this by now, once you put them into breakout groups, they're not in front of you any longer. They're off in their breakout groups and they disappear. They vanish from the screen. And you can hop from group to group. Right. Right. But it's like you, you, you don't get that general vibe. Yeah. You don't get that general vibe. Yeah. It's a, it's a very different feeling. Yeah. It's interesting. I think that's another thing that's kind of changed. I mean, I think I've always done kind of group breakout, talk amongst yourselves kind of thing. Yeah. But that feels more important to me now than it did before. And I think it's partially because, like, I've been, maybe we've talked about this, like, Mm. like, what's the point of the classroom? Like, why are we bringing them? Like, we can do so much online, right? Like, if I'm going to lecture, I can do that in a video. So I've got these humans in a classroom for an hour 20 what what can only happen when they're there together talking to each other? I mean, it yeah, can right. happen yeah, in other totally. spaces, yeah, totally. but it doesn't happen. So I keep telling them, you didn't come here to talk to me. You came here to talk to each other. Right. Yeah. And that to- totally, uh, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, of course, that makes sense. Um, and please, I need to get a rubber band on my wrist. It's like to, like give myself a little like snap on the wrist if I start to go down this rabbit hole. It's like walk down the average. This is, you know, the ghost of you know, missing the point, episode one. Right. Still haunting us, walked down the hallway on many college campuses and you see people that are doing not that. You know, not not that. And right. it's like and this is not to, you know, to poop on anybody or say that we're doing it right and they're doing it wrong or anything like that. But it's like you got this opportunity, you got them all together in one time in one place. Why not? Yeah. Take the afford yourselves the luxury of what that enables you to be able to do right both as a professor and as students in the class and as a group and as you can do big group stuff you can do small groups right and you can witness and oversee and conceive of and execute all of that yeah you know in in front of you so that'll be interesting to see what i'm I'm thinking like i said i'm really just trying to solve my own problems before i know that they're problems yeah because i'm curious about what i'm going to bring back next week when i start when i start working in person again Mm -hmm. um the only things that I've really encountered from the last couple of times that I've I've come to work is that my laptop didn't work, mm-hmm. and then I moved into a, <laughs> into a different office. So you know, from the office office point of view, I think I'm still really low on Maslow's hierarchy of office needs. It's like move my stuff around on my d- new desk and make my laptop work. 
I think you experienced another thing. What was it? You experienced the Pringles fairy. Uh, yes, the Pringles fairy stopped by. I had a magical can of Pringles appear uh-huh. uh, on my desk. Yeah, it was so wild. It's like he's walked into my office. And it's like there's a can of Pringles uh-huh. on the desk, right? And it's like, well, that's curious, isn't it? It is. So what I've learned is that if we talk about a thing enough on the podcast, it will appear for us. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm. I need to make stronger statements about my beliefs in Heath bars. Yeah, yeah. So Heath bars. <laughs> so you like Heath bars? Heath bars. So yep. Heath bars. Heath bars. That is Heath. Heath. Not score? No. Heath. Heath. Heath bars. Got it. Heath bars. How do you spell that? Uh, H-E-A. <laughs> T-H. Heath. Heath. Heath bars. And awesome. uh, my office is in the CM building. Okay. That's okay. CM got it. as in Mary. CM building. Yeah. Heath bars. Got that. Got mm-hmm. that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Uh, one of our, I've recently discovered one of our fine listeners says. And that fine listeners. listener was my first suspect. Wasn't yeah. Mine too. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I, I did have a couple of suspects though, but. I figured I was probably was first on top. your suspect mm. list. Yeah, maybe. Except, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the pro low sodium team, so. Yeah, and you would have just said, "Here's some Pringles," and I would have said, oh, "Okay, cool." So, like, <laughs> uh, maybe not. I don't know. You don't know. Yeah, I don't, you don't yeah, know yeah, what I, I would do. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, you do. So Heath bars. Huh? Heath bars. Perfect. The moral of the story. So uh, thank you, thank you for the for the Pringles. You know who you are. Um, yeah, you know what's funny is I'm. Where we're sitting recording this episode, I can look out into like the quad area of our yeah, campus. Yeah. And I'm just remembering the first episode we recorded. I know, I know, we talk about it all the time. But it's so funny because one of the things we talked about on that episode was how empty that quad was. Yeah. And how like right. people needed to get out of we the We went buildings. on a whole thing about that. We went on a whole thing about that. We sure did. Yeah. Um, but now it's. I mean, it's a ghost town again, but I think the whole campus is a ghost town. And it's it's just so interesting. Like, we're back, but nothing feels quite the same. And I know. I just used the word back. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Uh, hearkening back to an, an yeah. episode from a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, there. I mean, as much as, you know, I I didn't bash it. It's like, as, as much as I was like, I don't like this back yeah. return <laughs> story you know because it it um my my argument was that it may by 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 using that language it may lure people into returning to i mean exactly you know sort of going back to just like okay the last year and a half didn't happen let's go right back to where we were and we're all just going to pick up the pieces and go on as if sort of nothing happened having learned nothing about ourselves or what is important to us and with what we're trying to do in the last year and a half. Yeah. And so it's like this back return back to normal kind of stuff. You know, it's like, um, let's not, let's take a moment and have a shared collective experience about what we all just sort of went through Mm -hmm. and a dog just walked by. I know. And (laughs) talking about acknowledging what's in front of us. Right. Um, And uh, the dog but, was but accompanied again, though, by a human yeah, for the like, record. I'm, you know, I'm on campus again, you know, um, we used to do this and now we're going to do it once, a, once again. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm, 
you know, I'm bringing some different stuff into it this time that was not there before as a result of what has happened over the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, well, I'm a year and a half older and now I have face hair and it's different colored and it's shaped differently now, you know, and I'm in a different office. Right? So it, it's more than, than sort of just that. It's like some neurons are being reworked. And if you want to, if you want a tutorial on exactly how those neurons got reworked and what the trajectory of that neural repatterning was and what those lessons were. Over that year and a half, I would recommend the listener to start at episode one and then listen <laughs> to episode two and then listen to episode three, right? And I was thinking about that the other day too. It's like what what the podcast now is, it's a 70, what is it, 79? This is 80. This is 80? Yeah, right. Um, you have an 80 episode year and a half long week by week transition you know which is probably about 120 hours worth of material mm-hmm. that talks through what does it look like to um have a perspective the world be upended do a year and a half of stuff mm-hmm. and then reinsert into the physical location from whence you came mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, right? Uh, so some folks might uh, find that interesting from that perspective. I certainly do. Yeah. I certainly do because it's like, because we've talked about this a million times. It's like that episode number one, oh, how cute. You know, it's like, oh, I mean, little did we know the next week, the next week mm-hmm. from when we recorded that. Right. You know, COVID-19 was going to hit the, the shores of North America and, and everything was going to come to a screeching halt. Yeah. You know, and then we're going to get out the Yeti and then <laughs> let, you know, and you hit the record meeting on Zoom and kind of kind of go from there. And um, that's what it, that's what a year and a half long play by play weekly check in on a transition through a year and a half in, in growth and transformation look like, I think. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because my Yeti lived exactly the length. Yeah, of, it just croaked, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And I don't know if it's the whole Yeti or if it's just the cable. I think one of my kittens uh, might have snacked on the cable. Oh. There's a, there's a couple of chew marks. In there's it. some chew marks. But um, yeah, so the rise and the fall of my Yeti microphone. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. But um, yeah, it is, it is an interesting... Um, I've almost been like the qual- <laughs> the qualitative researcher in me almost wants to get like all the transcripts from the 80 episodes right. and do like right, a linguist, right, right. like a corpus analysis of it. Um, because there are some things that I think just literally changed right before our listeners ears, right before our microphones. Like right. I think you can, I mean, I think I, I can point to some of those things that change. For the listener, could you define a corpus analysis? <laughs> corpus, I mean, it's an analysis of, for the listener, right? <laughs> <laughs> and me being someone who's listening, right? <laughs> you know, it's analysis. From across the table. Right. right? <laughs> All the way coming to us live from across the table. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just an analysis of a collection of texts. Um, so it's an analysis of a particular kind of data set, basically, is all it is. What would you What would you look at in such an analysis, such as this, um, for so I, for a theoretical example? Yeah. So I think part of what I would be interested in is, um, I think in the earlier episodes, especially like maybe the first ten, 
I think I spoke a lot less. <laughs> I think I just think that. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm laughing because, like, uh, I, I, yeah, I know I talk a lot. I'm, I'm feeling a lot of judgment over here. Right now. <laughs> no, but it wasn't that. Not like bad judgment. It's like, yeah, I think I. That's still. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I learned to cut you off. No. Yeah. Right. Um, no, I don't think it's. I think. Um, <laughs> well, what I know is that I was still like. I don't want to give you too much credit here. Um, I think I was still self-monitoring myself a lot. I was still, I was still um, interviewing for the job of Sherry in Paul and Sherry world. Um, Yeah. So there was that. Yeah. So I think I spoke less. I think, um, I think I was still trying to be somebody on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I think I would see evidence of that. Um, But I think. I think it would be interesting to see, like, at what point did we, it become really apparent we were obsessed with language. Mm. Um, When, like, there are themes that have emerged and they show up within, like, the manuscript of the book we've worked on. Like, how did the, when did those terms come into being? How did, how has our thinking about them changed? I think we'd be able to tell a lot of that by doing an analysis. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Because, um, I mean, we both come at this, this love of language from a different different direction yeah. you know and you know the, the way that I sort of come at that without even thinking that I'm doing any sort of analysis of any any kind right just from the you know who is the person in front of me right now the words that you use are important and they matter yeah but and you know I'm not talking about like some superficial thing and it's like Listen to the words that you're using when you describe this kind of thing. What does that tell you about yourself in this situation that you're in? It's like the words that you use um, define you, betray you, um, inform you. Um, it's a lot of people use a lot of shorthand yeah. phrasing um, with, you know, sort of the, oh, you know what I mean mm-hmm. when I can use a shorthand phrasing. But that's that's not what's happening. Yeah. You know, what's what's happening is, you know, I'm, I'm reinforcing a belief I have about myself by using this phrase and I've taken it to be true. It's like so a lot of people take those words that they use and they convince themselves of who they are by using those words. Right. Without within that's that's fine. It's like I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that because it's like I think you should do that. Um, but what that I hope requires is that folks be a little careful on what words they use. And my my prime example is that person really made me angry. Yeah. Did they? <laughs> did they? You know, did they? Cuz it's like I think they were just being them. You made you 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 brought that anger on, right? That that wasn't them. That was you. Right. You know, and you might be angry, but don't blame them for it. That's your problem, man. You yeah. know. So um you noticed anger in their know, proximity. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, this person did what they were doing, and I felt anger as a response. That changes things, yeah. right? And what that changes is it, it takes the responsibility for addressing it onto our, yourself. Right. You know, so it's like you can't make other people – because you can't make other people do things. Yeah. You know, they're just going to do what they're going to do. You think they're thinking about you when they're doing – no. I mean, they're just trying to get through the day too, right? If, if you've given all your power away to kind of bounce around – based on how what random things arise in you but taking no responsibility for them my god i'd have an anxiety disorder as well you know and i've had pan- i've had panic attacks too i'd have i'd be scared of this world we live in of of course it's yeah. like if we're just living our lives bouncing off the rocks going through the rapids having no 
having no say at, at how we're responding to what's around us and, and who's responsible for it. Yeah. Good Lord. Well, I have a problem with that. My, I, you know, I wouldn't. Ooh, of my course God. you would. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. I think that shows up in a couple of ways, too, because like how we talk about what others cause in us, right? right. Tricky. Right. Tricky. And then the other thing that's difficult, I think, is how we actually talk about ourselves. Yeah. Right. Sure. And like we've talked about this a lot. Um I used to talk shit about myself pretty regularly, like, yeah. and so much so, like, I just considered it my self-deprecating personality, right? Right, and I which is that, a wonderful thing. It's endearing. Oh, how? Mm. Except it's not. No, it's right. Not. It's terrible. Like, yeah, I thought it was a cute thing I did, and then I realized um, that at the end of the day, if I felt beat up all day, the call was coming the house yeah right like right, it's me doing right. the damage it sure made everybody around you nice and comfortable though didn't it right yeah i don't think that's true either <laughs> well and you know what's really funny is um the people who felt most comfortable with me talking crap about myself are really the ones to watch right mm-hmm. like um you know people who really love you don't like to listen to you say something horrible about the people they love Right. 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 Like, I don't like when people talk crap about the people I love most in the world. Right. In fact, I get quite, um, I get quite mama bearish about it. Right. right? right. Um, so why did I tolerate it with myself? But I think a lot of people do. And so, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so the more I work on that, the more I notice it. And I think that's something coming back into the classroom this fall to kind of go back to your previous question mm-hmm. of like, what am I bringing in? I've noticed like I'm not coming into my classroom willing to mock myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not coming in willing to let my students mock themselves. Right. Right. Like right, right, um, right, right. I've, and, and it, some of it breaks my heart how much of it is just baked in, you know, like I have already had students apologize to me for not being smart. Mm-hmm. And that breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're in college. Yeah. You made it this far. Yeah. Right? Like you you submitted your homework early and you attached to it. I'm sorry, I'm not smart. Breaks my heart. I every every time you know, I I it's like, am I exaggerating? It's like I don't think I am. I think it's like it's every time. You know, I get every semester, right? I get students in my bio class, and it's like, why, why are you taking, why are you taking this bio class? You know, what, what's, what's, what's the deal? And people said, well, I'm taking this one with you because I'm not good at biology. And it's like based on what? It's like, well, in high school, blah blah blah. I'm like, you know what? Let's forget about all that. You know, and so, so much of, so much of just this self image that we put that we remind ourselves with our words every day. Yeah. Um, not just in forms of, 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 of who we think we are, but it's like, it, it goes deeper that it's like, it defines who you are. You know, there's always somebody whispering in your ear, telling you what you're like and who you are. And that person is you, yeah. you know, so don't do that. Right. This, so it, this is not a, well, might I suggest some different things? It's like, no, don't just stop. Just stop. Mm-hmm. Just stop doing that. You know, in my own experience with this, because, you know, I thought I was doing something that was nice and kind and easy. That was, I don't know if it was self-deprecating, but it was self-neutralizing for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, self-neutering. I, maybe <laughs> I thought it's like, it wasn't quite that. Yeah. Um, but I would, we, you know, we have on this earth many folks who um, have food allergies. Mm. 
this may be true. This may be true. And, you know, I, I previously had a, a, an administrative role where many people were fed yes. at something, snacks or food or a luncheon or a boxed lunch or whatever it was. Yeah, you follow me so far, right? Do. Yes. Mostly students, but not always. Dinners and soirees and all that fancy stuff we do at community colleges, you know. Um, soirees. <laughs> High tea, right, yeah. with the queen. And I'm gonna start hosting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and uh, you know, we always have a couple of kids that, you know, had, you know, gluten allergies or peanut allergies or whatever it was, and they had to get something kind of special order off the menu or from a different place. Mm-hmm. You know. And so, you know, just run down the street and put an order in Chipotle and pick it up, drop it off, and they say, Oh, thank you so much. You didn't have to do that. And I was like, Well, of course I did. And because everybody eats at my things. That's that's yeah. what that was sort of my thing. Um because they were just like, just get a bag and pack of popcorn. And it's like, I'm, you're not going to eat popcorn for lunch. You know, it's like, <laughs> my God, respect yourself. You know, let's go down to Chipotle and get you something that you're going to eat. You know, and it's like, oh, thank you so much. And I would say, ah, I did nothing. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And it took another student sitting next to that student that said, that said I don't think that's true. It's like, I'm not sure that's true. It's not true. No, it's like, ah, you know, and it, it took me a, a couple of years to sort of sort that out. But then it was like, you know what? Yeah, that would that would be cool if somebody did that for me. That would be, you know, it's like, not only am I just like dismissing it for myself, I'm dismissing it for the other person who's like trying to thank me for doing this kind of thing. I'm like, you know what? It's cool. I'm happy to do it anytime. Yeah. It's my pleasure. Right. But yeah, I did do something. You know, it's like, it, it, it is a kind thing to do. It's a tricky thing to both not maximize yourself nor minimize yeah, yourself yeah, to yeah. be right size. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. Cuz it's like yeah, cuz we don't want to poop on ourselves all day, but at the same time, we don't want to engage in the equally uh equally magnified opposite. Yeah. Either. But you know, it is kind of it becomes a little bit astonishing when you stop making fun of yourself constantly yeah to hear the kinds of things people are willing to say about themselves yeah you know like i'm just thinking about the things i've heard this week like i heard somebody call themselves a sucker you know i'm not very smart i can't think critically i'm a bad writer you know like it just i mean it just rolls like people drop something and they say oh my gosh i'm so stupid and it's like sounds to me like you had a misfiring of like some sort of minor motor skills yeah. that has nothing to do with what's. This is not an indictment of your entire existence. The right. The fact that you just dropped your pencil, you know, that's not. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not a person who can often remember my keys. That's true about yeah, me. Yeah. We're not adjudicating your, the sum total of your existence yeah. with that, with that test. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things I've tried to get in the habit of is like when I mention something that I don't love about myself to follow it up with, but I have other virtues. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is fair. Which is fair. You know, I mean, granted, I can only speak for myself, but I suspect maybe the same is true for you. We are not uh, absolutely perfectly the best at everything. There's still growth that can occur in various facets. You're not? I'm not. Mm. I'm not. I'm not. You know, um, growth that can happen in various facets of our multidimensional existences. And so how do we how do we sort of be with that? It's like appreciate the things you're good at. And when people say thank you for leveraging them, you say you're welcome. And uh, that you're happy to do it, which if, if that's hard to say, we can talk about that. 
and uh, the other things you're working on, well, let's work on them together. You know, it's like it, it doesn't have to be some sort of some sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody is the same. Yeah. Right. And that's right. part of the delight, right? I think that's one of the things I used to try to be good at all the things. And I think like, even in the work we do together, it's delightful that I don't have to be on top of all the things. Yeah, right. Because like you've got, a, like I can let a ball drop because you're going to catch it. There are a lot, this stuff that needs to happen happens. It does. Within this organization. <laughs> right. <laughs> like when the taxes need doing. Yeah, they get done, you know, and. They get done, not because she, like I don't even know where to log in. Yeah, right. It was like it's like how did you post that audio to Instagram? It's like I don't even know. Yeah, don't you don't need know. to know. I don't need to know. It's like that's it. It's like I don't need to know. Right, right. Because we all have different virtues that we that we live with. But um, so it's a it's a unique perspective, and it, it's curious. I was thinking, you know, when you when you were talking about like what happens when you stop, um, just or just pause for a, a week or so. You know, the making fun of yourself, putting yourself down, you know, dismissing your own virtues, whatever they might be. It's like how much um, how much self-respect, how much self-dignity, how much appreciation for yourself, how much I, I sort of hesitate this whole like self-love thing, you know, but how much how much respect for yourself naturally starts to bubble up if you just <laughs> police that door. This is the velvet rope. Right, right. Police, police that door, um, into which uh, the riffraff gets in and and tells you you're doing a shitty job. Yeah, well, and you know, it's not just that. It's not. It's also like how much free time you have if you just stop kicking the shit out of yourself. Yeah, right. Right, like, right. like beating yourself up can become like a part time job. Oh, absolutely. Right, and so like I used to get home from a day of work. And I would have to be very engaged for like a good hour afterwards to rethink every conversation I had to remind myself that I was not perfect in all those exchanges. Right. Um, right. Right. And I've found a place where uh, once a conversation happens, yep. So that's how that went. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And that's something like James Finley says about meditation. Meditation, Like he says, you know, when you go, like, don't try to have a particular experience. And then when it's over, say to yourself, well, that's how that went. Well, that's how that went. Yeah. Right. Like that's how, huh. huh. Okay. Cool. Huh. Yeah. Um, and I've done, I found like I get home now and it's like, well, that's how that went. That's how that went. So what's next? Now and you I, know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like all of a sudden I've discovered what it's like. For somebody to be like, what are you thinking about? Absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. 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 But that's part of that's part of the, the cultural narrative that people use commonly to uh, interact with each other. So what do you think about blah, blah, blah? You know, and it's like, can you and I've talked about this. Is that the right question? Yeah. Is that the right question? Right. I think you're you're putting way too much. Way too much. Not you. You or like I think. I think by asking questions. So what do you, what do you think about that? Um, it puts way too much uh, responsibility on thinking to be the tool that is best used to solve this yeah. concern, issue, or thing that's in front of us right now. It's like maybe thinking might not be the way to go here. You know. Um, what do you think about that? What do you think? You know, I was thinking about that. It's like where are you. Really? Is it? I mean, but not to get nitpicky, but that's really it, though. You know, when it's like, be careful about how these words that you use, because they, they self-define you. It's like, yeah. that's even stuff that's little like that, as nitpicky as it sounds. 
you know, can, can, if, if somebody says, what do you think about that? And, you know, your way out of that or your way through that, whatever that situation is, is not one where thinking mind is to be relied upon, but just that person saying that implies that that's true. And you're saying, well, I'm not good at that. I must be a lousy thinker. I'm just not that smart. Yeah. Right. Because I can't, I can't think my way through this. So there must be something wrong with me. You know, it's like, there's nothing wrong with you. You know, what happened here, right, was this word was yeah. misused, you know, and if that word is not used inappropriately, everything else isn't even a thing. Well, and I would say misused appropriately, uh, they can just all be used differently. Right. Right. So right, it right, was right. it was used in a particular context. I have a question for of course, yeah, of course. I love questions. And I was going to, I stopped before I said for you because I don't know. For like, me or for them? I have pointing, a question. I'm pointing to the microphone. Who's this? Is it is for me or for them? I think this is a question for us. Okay. Okay, okay. here's a question. Okay. And I've been thinking about this for a while and I haven't asked you while recording. I don't know if I've asked you in person oh, goodness at me. all. Uh, but it's something I've been thinking about for a while. Interesting. Okay. So we talk a lot about like, you know, I'll ask you about what do you think of something? And uh-huh. you'll say, I don't know. I didn't think about it. Uh-huh. Um, so my question is... I don't always do that. Do no, 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 like, no, 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 no. But it's usually I've done like... It, I've done it. It's like, I'm not thinking anything about this that. This is right? on occasion that yeah, has yeah, been your response, right. right? And I think there are a lot of places where thinking about something is not the solution to the problem. It also does not help a person to feel the way they want to feel. Of course. Right? Yeah, right. I agree with that. So... Um, and sometimes having conversations about it, that's not going to help either. So what is worth, productive, useful to talk about or think about? Huh. Okay. I think I have an answer to this. Okay, great. I think I have an answer to this, right? Because um, um, the way that I'm... Uh, I wish I had popcorn before. to open it. Yeah, like, I know. Like, ooh, what's gonna that's an interesting question though. Yeah. Um something so you know, let me reflect back the question as I as I sort of understand it. Great. And I can what what do you call this? What is this? This is like it's, not, it's part of NVC, isn't yeah, it? This yeah, this is like, NVC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part of an NVC thing. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna reflect this question back to make sure that I'm actually understanding it correctly. What I'm hearing from you is Yeah. But that's that's a use of thinking right there. It's like, let me use my cognition to make sure that I'm understanding the question as it's intended. Yes. Right? So it's like a, a lot of nonviolent communication does interact with thinking mind. Yes. It, it absolutely does. Right. Right? So, hmm. Let me see if, I've, if I can recall any situations when I've been in th- that are similar to this one. Right. What do I know about how I engaged and reacted in those situations? And was it productive? Um, from those situations, um, what have I learned about what is the right way to interact there or a way that is that produces a, a result that is one that satisfies everyone who's engaged in, not satisfies in terms of everybody get what they want, but satisfies in terms of that thing. We talked about it and now it's decision has been made or whatever it might be. Right. Um, is this the best time to talk about that or is there another one we can talk about that? And I do know from past experience that if another time is a good time to talk about that. We should get out our calendars right now and yeah. plan on <laughs> when that will be, right? So all of these tasks that I just sort of described, those are cognitive thinking mind uh, ac- activities. Yeah. You know, so it's like those are ways that thinking mind can actually be leveraged 
in order to address this. Ultimately, um, oftentimes, though, what the question does require as an adjunct to that is what are you feeling in response to what, what's happening here? Right. Right. And that answer does not live in, in the thinking mind, right? The interpretation of that lives in the thinking mind. But the objective is not to interact with somebody's interpretation or narrative of what's happening. The objective, I think, is to interact with the way that somebody is feeling. Yeah. And we have to use this dumb, uh, no, it's dumb, right? This dumb, you know, it's like, is that the right word? I'm like, yeah, that is the right word. You know, kind of brain, you know, not not dumb that it doesn't know things, but it's like, it's limited in its usefulness, right? It doesn't do everything. It's like the, the Zoom recorder and the SD card is not is not coming up with a podcast right now. It's just remembering things. Yeah. You know, it's like that's that's what your brain does. You know, it's like let's give credit where it's due. Right. Um and so unfortunately, but that's the way way that it is, how we feel kind of goes through this interpreter of thinking mind. It gets turned into a story and then it comes out of our face hole. Or it doesn't, you know? So it's like we're, we're forced to interact with a bad interpreter yeah. about the complexities of how we're feeling, never really having been able to investigate how we feel since we were in fifth grade or five years old, even in some cases, and then being convinced every second of our life since then that your thinking mind and your brain was the primacy of your, your existence. And it's like, I don't know if that's true. I would question those assumptions that are built into that model of how we are and who we are. Yeah. You know, so it's like, am I getting at what your question was a little bit? Right. So it's like, what can you, what, of what good is my brain in any of this? You know, how can I engage my thinking, thinking well, mind? So some of the things that I think I would pull out of that, right? Like, so one of the early things you said is, you engage in the thinking brain to to ensure understanding, right? Like, I would check that box. Yes. I'm all down with that. Yeah, right? totally. Like, I think that's a... To make sure understanding is there, right? Yeah. Yeah. To make sure the interpreter is speaking the same language to both parties. Right. The other person's interpreter and how you're feeling. Right. And that's like a safeguard against like, you know, people walking away with feelings and... Moves. I mean, every time you've seen people talk past each other. Right. It's like... You, that didn't that check did not happen right yeah and i think a lot of times anytime you and i get into a tense situation a lot of times if we stop and do a check down for are we understanding this okay, the same gonna, way yeah because um usually it, the answer is no right right yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah we don't have a problem with all of a sudden we hate each other it's like our interpreters are having a disagreement over what's <laughs> right because both interpreters like picked up a it's usually a word and they interpreted it differently yeah and so they're having two different conversations. Yeah, it's just like college faculty. It's like for a second they forgot that they were not administration. You know, it's <laughs> like they're starting to dabble in administration. It's like, no, stick to your job. Yeah. Teach your class. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interpret. Don't yeah. administrate. Right. The hard administrates, you know. You... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, a lot of what we do on the podcast, this is just a thinking exercise, right? Yeah, right. We come and we think together on record. Right. Right. Um, but I think it's a different kind of thinking than the um, than the kind of thinking that gets people into trouble. Oh, absolutely! Right? Absolutely. Like a, I think it's it's productive thinking in that I think so. There's thinking for the purpose of understanding. I think some of this is just thinking for the purpose of wonder. Yeah. Like, huh? Right. 
it's you know exploring the realms of of possibility within what can I actually do here in this space yeah. and it's it's a it's I sort of think of it as a, as a flashlight you know yeah. it's like let's take a look around and see what's going on and um, see if there's room see if there's anywhere that I'm stuck either knowing that I'm stuck or or discovering that I'm stuck in a place that may not be serving me that I could let go of or tweak or change or just abandon and get out of. Right. Um, and if somebody else listens to this podcast and says, huh, that's interesting. I haven't thought about it that way. Uh, I think it's all worth it. Yeah. I think it's worth it if no one listens to it, but I like it when they do. Yeah. Because I, mean, I have an ego as well. So do you. <laughs> well, I like having listeners of the podcast. I don't know if you do, but I, I love do. every one of them. I love yeah. every one of them. Well, I think that's where this came from, right? Like we were going to have interesting to us conversations anyway. Yeah. So I'll come over to your office. We'll bring you a little mini Zoom. We'll have a chat. And then we'll go home for a year and a half. Then we'll go home for a year. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, well. Now we'll come back. What are we going to we'll do, do now? Again. Yeah, so pandemic just started. Are we going to do want to keep doing this or not? And uh, the result of that is an eighty episode anthropological, literally record of how, what do we do? What are we doing here in this? Yeah, I mean, how we want to spend our time. I guess we're going to hit episode one hundred before we hit the two year anniversary. Probably, yeah. That's, That's remarkable. It is. That's remarkable. It is. Somehow that happened. It's pretty exciting yeah, somehow that happened. Well, uh, you and I both equally share um, the virtue of tenacity. I think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have directed it yeah, in yeah, non-productive yeah, yeah. <laughs> ways and we have directed it. Yeah, yeah we, we've directed it in both ways. Yes. Um, and uh, it's, it's fun that we're in this. Well, I was just talking with one of our... Uh, one of our, our kids, right? Uh-huh. A student that we don't have right after your class ended. Um, and we, we got started to talk about radio. And it's like, what what is radio for now? It's like, I don't listen to the radio. It's like, maybe sometimes if I'm in the car on a Saturday morning, like, wait, wait, don't tell me. But I yeah. used to listen to car talk just because it was hilarious. But it's like, besides that, it's like, what? You know, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's like now that, when I was driving here this morning, you would not think that there was a pandemic going on. I mean, you know, I was there were stoplights and there were cars and there were school buses and there was traffic was backed up. And, you know, I had to wait to turn right at the red light because there was traffic going in the other. It's like I listened to a podcast in my car the way to on the way to work this morning. And it's like, wow, I haven't done this properly in an associative way in a year and a half. Yeah. And uh, so. But, but, you know, 15, 20 years ago, I'd probably have something on the on the radio, radio or in the cassette deck or mm-hmm. the CD player. But CDs in cars was kind of a flash in the pan. We moved right from yeah. cassettes I mean, to audio. To, to audio MP3s. To auxiliary. There was auxiliary cables and then there was MP3s and then there was yeah. Bluetooth and all that kind of stuff pretty quick. But it's like, so we're talking about, it's like, I don't even know how we got on the topic, but it was like. I don't listen to the radio. I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, there was late night call in talk radio, which I thought was just the most fun because it's like it was like two o'clock in the morning call in talk shows. And they were talking about like aliens and yeah, whatever, you know, all the conspiracy theory. But I mean, conspiracy we theories then. The other day. I don't, yeah. I don't know if this was 
while recording though, because I think we talked about Loveline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loveline. It's like the the call and talk. It was they were talking about conspiracy theories, but it's like nobody was taking them seriously. This was just some guy that lived in the in a, in a cabin in Nevada who was talking about you know space lasers and it's like it's not like this dumb shit today you know that, just, that we get it, it was, was just some, some it was entertaining yeah you know and the person who was calling and talking about it was knowing it was was entertaining with it because it's like yeah i think this is weird but that's wonky but yeah is that a thing and it was just good fun and it's right. like the podcast is like completely taking the place well that, you know so, so that's interesting it was good to be in a car listening to a podcast on the way to work again yeah i missed that it's interesting because i have started listening so when I bought my car, I got a trial of Sirius X. Oh, yeah. Right. right? right, right, right. And so um, I started listening to that. Mostly fish radio, of course. I'm a little bit obsessed. Um, but the other thing I started listening to was Sirius XM radio, which uh-huh. is just like college radio. But yeah, right. Right, right. And um, Eric and I had a few conversations about how much we miss that. Yeah, um, right. Because there's something. So I use Spotify for a long time. But every time you sit down, you have to know what you want to listen to. And I don't love that. Mostly, yeah, mostly. Yeah, I mean, like, you can turn on some radio stations, but I'm really picky and blah, blah, blah. So I have, like, maybe four stations I listen to on Sirius XM. Or, yeah, on Sirius yeah, XM. Right. Um, so it's basically, like, the college radio, the punk station, the jazz station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I l- really like being able to be surprised by what comes next. Yeah. yeah. And I miss that. I did... I did enjoy college radio. Mm-hmm. I did like that a lot, um, which you can now stream. You yeah. know, every once in a while I stream the UC Davis college radio station. Every mm-hmm. once in a while. I wonder if our employer still has a college radio station. I do not know. That'd be an interesting thing to for. We should with. get on that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, still, I wonder if they're still using that 200-foot transmitter they have over there. Yeah. <laughs> In that building I across think that campus. Would be fun. That would Paul, be Paul and Sherry have a radio yeah. show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get out the vinyl, of which I have none, right? Um, oh, I got yeah, you but covered. We were, we were talking about that, too, though, um, this, this morning with uh, our, our former slash current student. It's like... A, do I want to? My, my, if, if it's music, it's like, do I do I want to know what song is going to be next, or I do I not want to know? And the price to pay for not knowing is trying to find a radio station that hits that genre, knowing that I'm going to be interrupted by commercials every two or three songs. And it's like, ah, it just seems like a lot of work to me. It's like I'd rather just listen to a podcast in the morning. Maybe it's getting old. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like I just don't listen to the radio anymore unless yeah. it's like, like it's like unless I'm in the car on a Saturday morning and it's time for wait, wait, don't tell. It's like that is it. It's so it's interesting. Um, East Coast liberal radio that is paid for by go. our taxes. You yes. know, that's the only thing I'm interested in. I do miss Kojo Namdi, though. Yeah, right. But, so do um, I. Yeah, Kojo was good. Yeah. Kojo was good. It's it interesting. Good. Eric and I were talking about, so he uses TikTok a lot yeah, more right. than I do. I'm right, not right. really all that into it. But he was saying that the itch that it scratches is the itch for channel surfing. Because mm. we don't have cable anymore. Right, um, right, right. But when we were young, like, you just turn on the TV and you would just mindlessly flip. Yeah. Right? And so he was saying that TikTok fills the same mm. mindless flipping. Um, and I just find, like, I don't I don't like that. I'm not nostalgic for that. Yeah, like, right. um, But it's interesting the kinds of, the kinds of niches we fill with media. It is. I think I do that with YouTube. Oh. You know, I think I do that with YouTube. Because, I mean, if you... 
I mean, I, I pay for none of this, right? Yeah, so it yeah, was like, yeah. we don't have cable TV either. We, we cut, the, cut the cord on that. We just, you know, stream into the house. And we have Netflix and Amazon and yada, yada. Hulu because I have a pro Spotify account, you know, but it's the... I need to look into that. Yeah, if you, get Spot, if you get Spotify, yeah, yeah. you get free Hulu. I don't... But yeah. it's, it's not the commercial free, so you have to watch, but who cares, you know? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Fine. Fine, right. <laughs> so, yeah, sure, I take into that. Right? Okay. Um, <laughs> And um, so if you just go to YouTube and sign in under your thing, it's like it gives you suggestions. What's next for you? What are your subscriptions? And, you know, because you subscribe different different, right, different right. stuff, you know, and there's some good ones. out. You know, some of the things I subscribe to, um, Eckhart Tolle has a thing, um, SpaceX, because I like to watch the launches. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Van Neistat, you know, Spirited Man just started. It's short, short form. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes it's just like I'll just Google Werner Herzog and watch a bunch of Werner Herzog short clips because it's like it's just hilarious. And who doesn't love Werner Herzog? You know, because it's like it's just the most awesome stuff ever. You know, it says everybody who's ever watched Werner Herzog is like, wow, oh, this is because you know I don't watch his films. You know, I just watch interviews um, with him just because it's for our listeners. <laughs> Would you like? You're to not a fan of Werner Herzog? Or? No, no, no. Just for our listeners, would you like to um, tell them more about who who that is? Werner Herzog, indeed, As director, right? The uh, German director. He, you know, had a lot of films. Uh, what What are you looking for? So, um, I have no idea who that is. Werner Herzog. Oh yeah, uh, d- director. You know, German director is a cultural cultural icon. Um, a lot of, you know, he, he's never done a, like a mass release movie. It's like, it's always these kind of niche about a particular subject movie. Mm. He just did a, he just finished a documentary on, uh, like meteorites, mm. you know, and, um, one of his earliest, earlier movies that, I don't know if his earliest, one of his earlier movies, he filmed in the jungle, like in South America or something like that. And he, he was getting a boat like over a mountain. Because he wanted it on this other, it's, it's like just the wonkiest thing. Okay, but he he has like the best narration voice you will ever hear in your entire life. And um, better than Attenborough. It's pretty good. Mm. It's pretty good. Um, and so check the, that out. Check no that one out, can see, right? but this is my his, dubious face. His phraseology is legendary, oh. right? So um, it, it, it's pretty good. Check out some Werner Herzog. Okay. Um, and so it, I mean, it's like. Uh, Bloomberg Technology. For some reason, I like to watch Emily Chang's daily show on what technology is happening. That's how I try to stay up on what the kids are doing these days and <laughs> things like that. You know, so it, it's just, and I, it's like each each day at least once I'll, um, and they do have, if you're interested in such things, like they stream uh, NBC and ABC web web streamed news show if you're interested in news. So it's like YouTube, I think, scratches that channel surfing itch for me do you know what i watch and the it, village food factory right oh, with a guy okay. who speaks no english makes indian dishes in rural india that's hmm. a good one do you know what i watch when i go to youtube what is it could you guess not Werner herzog no you're correct not that. Werner herzog david attenborough oh i usually get him on the netflix but okay yeah because yeah, mm-hmm. he's on a lot of netflix things what do you watch fish fish oh yeah yeah um sometimes it'll be like old Toto concert videos. Oh, I'll, that's I'll pretty good. Fire up, you know. Yeah. Um, like most of the old Peter Gabriel, you know, concerts are, are up there. I also um, like to back watch... when Paula Cole was, was oh, singing with him. Yeah, yeah, and she was good. She was good. I also like to watch um, Jacques Pepin cook. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Old Julia. You know, their whole YouTube 
channels of like retro 1950s and 1960s TV commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like you want to talk about nostalgia, uh-huh. fire up commercials from the 1980s. And three hours later, you know, you're still going to be staring at this thing going, ah, I remember those days. Those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's Give strange. Me a break. For- <laughs> Give me a break. Break well, me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Oh. This podcast was not brought to you by Kit Kat. You I don't know, know what but, it was. Uh, what were we talking about yesterday that I went home and I was like, I need an Almond Joy. Yeah. Right. 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 Oh, maybe I remember. But yeah. You like Almond Joys too, though, right? Yes. That's a yes on Almond So Almond Joy and Heath. Yes. Okay, cool. Both Almond Joy. Both Almond Joy and I will Heath. also that accept C- Mounds. CM building. <laughs> C- Almond M- Joy, building. Heath, and Mounds are within the range mm-hmm. of acceptability. So what do you think? Uh, how did it go? So we're sitting across the table from each other with a couple of microphones. What mm-hmm. do you think? This is new. This is new. It's fine. I like it. What do you think? It took me 10, 15 minutes to get into the into the groove of it. Um, or the, ooh, this is different. Um, not not in the groove, but past the, ooh, this is different. Is 10, that, 15 minutes? 10, 15 minutes for that to settle. Yeah, probably about 10, 15. Hmm. Hmm. You didn't look uncomfortable. I don't know if it was discomfort as so much as it was uh, in in the middling, middling, middling forefront of my awareness, I would say. <laughs> I do think, like... Um, it's an eye contact thing. Maybe. Maybe. Um, because in the past, like, so we watch, I mean, doing on Zoom, who knows where you're looking? I don't know. Well, sometimes it's up here and sometimes it's over there and sometimes it's over there. Yeah, but you, I mean, eye contact, we know because we know where our cameras are. Right. That if we're making eye contact on Zoom, we're not making eye contact. Right. right? Like, we right, know right, that. Right. Um, and then when we recorded it in person before, I think we sat beside each other. Uh, we might have. I think so. Yeah, we might have. And so I think we mostly just stared around the room together. Yeah, maybe. While talking. Yeah. And so this is the first time, like, I'm directed at your face. Yeah, that's this is, this is the first time we've done this this way. Mm-hmm. Because the first one, when we were in your office a year and a half ago... It's like you're on one side of this, and it was like, bah, bah, bah. and when I say blah blah blah, it's like I'm looking around doing emotive things that we do when sitting in office chairs. That's not what this is, right? No, we're at this table with two microphones in front of us on stands. Yeah, straight across, and it's like this is. Well, and we've spent time together in an office, but I don't think you know. It's like this. It's like a posture thing. It's like both of my feet are on the yeah, ground. Yeah, I know. Mine too, like, right? That's, like, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. We're not like leaning back in an office chair. My feet know, aren't on the desk. Of, yeah, so it's like this is different. <laughs> yeah, I like it's it. different. I like it. It's cool. Yeah, no, it's good. I could get used to this. Nice window view. We do have a nice window nice view. Window we got view. to see a doggo walk by. We got to by. see a doggo. I'm sorry, listener, you did not get to see a doggo. You have seen dogs, though, listener. If you they were, might have. If they were around. Yeah, they might have if you were around doggos and see uh, things like doggos. I don't know how to <laughs> get myself out of that. I don't know how to get myself out of that. So um, th- um, that that might not make it into the final cut. Oh, it's so. staying. <laughs> I'm going to talk to the sound producer. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, hey, Paul, we'll keep that in. Okay. Okay, okay. good. Um, but uh, yeah, cool episode. Yeah. So awesome. Cool. So I don't know. So I guess this was uh, episode 80. You say, 80? Yeah, 80. Mm-hmm. So, um, I kind of like this format because I don't have to push a button. Me, yeah. 
Well, you did. Yeah, me too. Well, I did, but it's like he's only really that one. It's just the one button. I, yeah. I mean, there are no keyboards in front of us. There are no monitors. There are no, there are no webcams. There's just my anything. water bottle telling me I haven't yeah. drank an adequate amount of water. Time to get a drink. So you're teaching, uh, what is, what's the class you teach on Friday mornings? It's Murder Mystery. Yes, it is. What a cool class. It is a very cool class. You have two sections of it. Um, I usually teach it on Friday mornings. When's the other section of it? Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Cool. Mm-hmm. So while you're teaching... The mystery of the body. I will yeah. be teaching or a different as kind I was, of mystery. You know, the study of the meat suit, as yes. we were talking about. We're both using that term now. The meat suit. Yep. Your water bottle says your meat suit is thirsty. It does. That means it's probably been... I don't know how often it does it. I think it's like about once it an It glows in multi... In, in uh, Panavision. Multi-colored. It does. It does. Glowing. Um, something else we both noticed, though, before we wrap this up, our voices were shot. I think we both probably talked out loud in a projective way more more this week than we have in a while, I would think. Yeah, it is interesting, though, because um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I taught in the classroom. And as we talked about, I think we might have talked about this last week when we recorded, um, when I project standing up, I take much better care of my voice. Right. So like when I was talking in class today even with a mask on i'm talking from my diaphragm yeah so uh this is great but maybe we need a podcast table that (laughs) we need a podcast standing desk except i know us and we would pace around too much and you would have to cut out us pacing well this conversation about or the level of entitlement and privilege sometimes that we bring to our conversation it's like yeah we this is not great we really need some standing podcast desks for this (laughs) (laughs) yeah cool (laughs) yeah i'm just glad we get to record in person occasionally now yeah that's fine that seems nice i I like it too yeah i like it too yeah it's not the worst it's not the worst i don't dislike spending time with you no it's all right Mm-hmm. Could do worse. Yeah, could sure could. Uh, there's a newsletter coming out. I've heard a rumor of that. Near. Yeah, there's a newsletter coming out sometime in the near. So if anybody still wants to, well, by this point it might be out, right? But beside the point, if you if this comes out after the next newsletter comes out, you can still sign up, and we can send you the one that just came out, and we can send you the next one and the ones after that that come out. So, Indeed. Long and story short, said, there's a newsletter. There is a newsletter. <laughs> we recommend it. If you subscribe, we'll keep writing it. See, I'm stuck on this because back when we first started this podcast, it's like we were recording and released on the same day. I mean, we, um, we, I like to be a couple of, couple of we both episodes do. ahead. You can you know, say just it that yeah, way. Um, near the end of the summer, because it was so weird and wonky with uh, our conflicting travel schedules, which evidently are continuing yeah, right sh- throughout the month. Fine. <laughs> um, uh, we were recording and releasing on the same day for yeah. a couple of those. but So I always think it's like, we're going to record this and send it out. And it's like, no, this one's not going to come out for another week or two. So Yeah. Um, when you, By the time you get this, you can still sign up for the newsletter. You know, I think when we start recording, we should put a little sticky in front of us that says the date. The release date. Yeah, I thought about that. You know, <laughs> know. I, I thought about that too. It's like, when is this one actually coming out? You this will be a September situation. We might not keep an eye on our calendar, but... We are consistent in releasing a podcast. We are tenacious in that. We have other virtues. <laughs> we have other other virtues. We just don't know what. To, uh, so this will be um, second week of uh, September. It will be comes out. episode 80. Yeah, yeah. It'll be that. And then 
we'll probably do another episode. So 81 will be the last of season six. And then episode 82 will be the beginning of fall. Welcome to fall. Welcome to fall. Yeah. And we are starting to kick around doing the idea of doing a workshop in the fall. We are. We are. So stay tuned, stay tuned for, for that. that. People who like to shop and work. And uh, this is not a bad podcast to listen to in your car. We hear. (laughs) (laughs) Although I have not done it myself. Actually, I did do it once. I will admit, um, when we released my the talk that I gave, I re-listened to that because I was like, "Oh, that audio was better than I thought it would be." Considering what how we had to pull the audio out of that, you know. Well, I but did you were using an actual microphone when you did that, though. So Correct. I'm not too yeah. surprised there. But yeah. So that audio was ripped off of a Zoom recording, I think, and yeah. but it was like it came out pretty well. But it's that's a testament to the Wi-Fi at the cottage I stay at. That's true. Yep. That's true. So. Mm-hmm. Which is occasionally, which, which is better than what we've occasionally had in Alexandria and Ruston. Yeah, it's true. But what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, my Wi-Fi's been really bad at home. The Wi-Fi here, I've been able to hear you the whole time today. Yeah, I know. It's fine. And you have your camera on? Yeah. (laughs) It hasn't glitched the whole time. It hasn't glitched the whole time. That's wild. It's really nice to watch you talk and have the words come out at the same time. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Cool. I also enjoy the fact that I can look at just you and not have to see the small window of myself at the same time. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's a different... Do you miss yourself? I like your background, though. Oh yeah, thanks. I worked. It's on a it. white. It's a whiteboard and a periodic table. It's like I like your. I like your Zoom background right here. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it seems appropriate to the English teacher. I was. I was telling our, our former student this morning. Uh, she's my current. Student. Yeah, she's our current my former student. Right, that uh, I could. I should get like a a big picture of my Zoom background, like printed on like a piece of poster board and like carry it around behind me, so it looks like my <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> you you can project it onto the screen behind yeah, you right, when you're teaching. Right, right. Yeah. Kind of stand in front of it. Then. You know, you made the you made a suggestion to me that I should say in my classroom, like, "Oh, thank you all for turning your cameras on." on. Yeah. I didn't do that in my first class uh, on Wednesday, but I did it with my Thursday. How to go over? Terribly. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> I hope you do it too. I'll, I'll do it on Wednesday. Yeah. On Wednesday when I'm back in the classroom for the first time. When I'm returning back to the classroom like normal and on Wednesday. Well, except that's kind of a lie because you're, I mean, it is a class-like room, but you're... It's a lab. You're only yeah, doing it's lab, lab. So it's, there's know. not... There's, I mean, only. It's a three-hour engagement. It's a three-hour engagement thing, but it's like there's not a lot of talking that I... Yeah. There's not like projective talking to the whole class except for maybe 15 or 20 minutes at the beginning. Yeah. So it's a little different. Yeah. It's a little different, but I'm sure in the in the spring I'll, I'll get back in an actual bio yeah. classroom with some chalk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like to live dangerously, chalk in a black shirt. Yeah. So it's like, we'll see what happens. I saw the effects of that yesterday. Let's spin the wheel and see how it goes. Talk about living on the edge. Yeah. Wear a black shirt and use chalk. It just means you wear a black shirt that has a cloud of smoke on it. Yep. Yep. There it is. There it is. Well, thanks for recording on persona yeah today it's a lot of fun we might do it again let's let's do that let's do that again sounds like a plan cool Cool. awesome see everybody this podcast is produced by sherry spiegel paul fitzgerald and this most unbelievable life 
more information, please check us out at www.thismostunbelievablelife.com. Paul and Sherry have a podcast. Paul and Sherry podcast, yes. Yes.